0: Football on Off the Ball. Brought to you by Boyle Sports. Now with same day withdrawals to your Visa debit card. All right, well, since we were live from the Etihad on Thursday night for Manchester City's victory over Liverpool, we have a rare Saturday afternoon treat because John Giles is on the line. Afternoon, John. Afternoon, Nathan. Happy New Year.
1: And you and all the
0: listeners. And quite a start to the year in the Premier League as well With yeah. one of the most hotly anticipated games For many a year Between City and Liverpool Did it live up to the hype?
1: Um, I thought the excitement in the game uh, Was good, Nathan You know, going going up front going behind, All that, it uh, was good uh, I enjoyed it uh, I didn't think the standard of play Was up to what I would have expected In a match like that, Nathan
0: Right, in what way?
1: Well, a lot of players didn't play as well as they could. You know, there was a lot of nerves involved in it. Like from City's point of view, uh, you know, you got David Silva, who, whose legs seemed to have gone. Bernard Silva, who was hyper, getting into trouble all the time, uh, and they were poor. Danilo at the back was poor. Uh, that's what I thought of, thought of City. I, on, the, on the good side, I thought company was really good. Fernandinho, star, Aguero, excellent. Sané excellent, and Anderson uh, okay. That's the way I read the the, the, the Manchester City team. Right. Uh, the is were Stones, was okay. Laporta was okay. And Sterling was mixed. So there was a few not up to the, the, the standards. That's the way I felt the game. I, I was disappointed in it in, in that particular way. I mean, you can have a great game uh, with all, everybody playing well, mm. Aiden, and you can have a, a, an exciting game like we saw with a lot of players not playing uh, well. You know, Liverpool weren't at their best by any means. I thought, you know, in previous matches, Liverpool got at City. More intensity, as they say nowadays. It was the opposite in that particular match. City really got at them, dominated the game in the early stages. Uh, No doubt about that. And and overall, I think, deserved to win it.
0: So is there a possibility then, the fact that City flew out of the blocks and you say really got at Liverpool and brought an intensity and energy to the game that... Did that affect the standard of play, that actually they approach this game differently? Because when they've actually tried to control a game against Liverpool over the past year, it hasn't really worked. Liverpool have managed to get at them.
1: Oh, definitely. That, that's what, that was the surprise the other day. Liverpool, again, were suffering. I know you can get at the team playing well, uh, Nathan. I, 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 I think they got at them without playing particularly well. The players I mentioned didn't really contribute mm. uh, at all. Like from Liverpool's point of view, they were approached the game, seemed in a nervous type of way to me, not the usual go, go, go. And I think nerves affected the people there. Uh, uh, for example, the, the, the big three up front, uh, Mane didn't kick a ball, Salah didn't kick a ball, and... Uh, uh, Firmino. Firmino up front was okay. He was only okay. But they're the players that you expect to really, in a big game, really produce the stuff. And they didn't. Uh, And and the other players that were were, were poor, Henderson was poor. Uh, 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 Alexander Arnold was poor. Lovren was terrible. Henderson was what he usually is, which is non-effective. So that's the way I saw the Liverpool team. But they didn't have the go. I mean, I, I think if Liverpool haven't got the go, 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 they don't have that much else. And the, the, the three up front are usually very, very good at doing that, setting the pace. And they have done, as you said, in previous games with uh, Manchester City. But they didn't do it the other night. Manchester City reversed the intensity
0: yeah.
1: uh, from the previous matches. There's no doubt about that. Without them, a few of those players I've mentioned playing up to their standard. So it was very, very hectic at, at, at times with uh, with the players, the players that... Played well for City. were really, really good. I mentioned uh, company Ferrandino, Aguero, his goal. Aguero was really good, and Sani was good. I thought he gave Alexander Arnold a real chasing in the game, and he had a chance to do so.
0: Did you enjoy watching it then?
1: I did. I enjoyed it uh, now because it was see, it was such an important game anyway, and it was a close game. You mm. know, it went to, it went to one one and, and, and a winning goal. So I enjoyed the game, uh, but I was disappointed with the standard of some of the players in the particular game. Because all the, the, the two teams play, can play really well and produce a, an even better game, Nathan, in many ways. Mm. But anyway, it was, only, it was only my personal thing. I enjoyed the game. There was a lot of intensity in it. It was a hugely, hugely important game uh, for both sides. And luckily enough for Manchester City, they came out on top and kept themselves, have kept themselves in the race. I thought they deserved to win it uh, on the night.
0: Well let's talk about some of those players then individually particularly yep. on the Manchester City side and maybe why yep. the game turned out as it was. You've mentioned Fernandinho who was awarded man of the match who you've yep. named there as one of City's best players and David Silva who as you say looked leggy had one of his real off nights. Oh, why terrible. why why was it, it, Silva it, it, not imagine able to big games go on. Nathan, I've
1: seen you know I've played in big games myself where you see how does their effect how does it going to affect the players? You know, and usually because obviously it's a, it's a nervous occasion. And I've seen players do it. Their legs go, they're legless, or they're hyper. They're one or the other. And as I said with Manchester City, you know, uh, David Silva's a terrific player, as we know. He was just legless, uh, and He was taken off, I think. He, he was yeah, he was, the match, yeah. And Bernard Silva could have been sent off for doing stupid. He got booked in the match. He, I, don't, I don't think he got a tackle in. He was just hyper, and he was going around pushing people and... Uh, making st- stupid f- fouls and Danilo's I don't think he's good enough for Manchester City to be quite honest. Uh he does his best but I don't think he's, a, he's really a top class player.
0: And by playing was
1: Okay, Laporte was yeah. Sterling was mixed. That's the way already. But the players who were good for City were really good. Nathan, Company, Fernandinho, Aguero. Go on, sorry if you've got a man. no Emmanuel. just
0: just on Silva yeah. there. Who yeah. will, look, I know you rate Really highly as a as a midfielder, in in a game like that, I I was trying to figure it out as the game was going on. Like, if he should have been able to find a way, a player of his quality should have been able to find a way to start influencing it. Or was he almost sacrificed by Guardiola by going with a different that sort of go 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 style that you're more associated with Liverpool that City went with? That 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 isn't the type of game that would ever suit David Silva.
1: Well, it's it's not a type of game. I mean, there, there might be certain things that would suit him better. But you'd still, you'd still see him contributing, Nathan. He was, he was sort of legless. You know? I've seen it happen to players before, uh, you know, in big matches. The nerves get to them. And, and he was actually just, you know, whatever position you play in, there's a bit of life about you, a bit yeah. of going you. And there was nothing in him. And, and David Silva, like, if you sell David Silva to do certain things on the pitch and he's not really uh, playing as well as he could play, then he can do something else. All the great players do that. But he wasn't able to do anything Bernard Silva was running around like a, a headless chicken, to be quite honest. And they're, they're two top players. Yeah. When you, when, the first thing I look for in a match like that, in the opening 15, 20 minutes, Nathan, who is who, affected by the nerves? You can see it. You know, you can see it in the play. And David Silva, in my opinion, I, he wasn't injured, uh, suffered on this big occasion. And Bernard Silva did as well. And a few City players did as well. On the night. And we were only talking about Manchester City. and now we'll come to uh, Liverpool in a few minutes. But that's the way it was. Like, company was terrific, Ferrandino was terrific, Aguero was terrific, Sani was good, Anderson was okay in goal. They were really. They, like, if they can play on the night, why can't all the others play on the night? It's. It does affect players I've seen it happen So many times yeah. In big matches
0: It's surprising isn't it With David Silva When you look at All he's won with Spain World Cup European yeah. Championship Like he's been there He's 32 He's delivered on the biggest stage That for some reason It just doesn't happen Some nights
1: It does It does, It can happen You know where On some nights The legs are, are just, just not there And uh, You know Like if, if, if he was playing in the which he did in in many many big games and was, and was absolutely brilliant. I mean he's one of my favourite players and most people's favourite players. But you just on the night no, nobody can tell how or why, not even the player, you know.
0: Mm.
1: But it does happen. You know there was, there was always noted in, in in my time in cup finals there'd always be one player on each each side just couldn't lift his legs. Yeah, and nobody can nobody can tell why. If you ask David Silva. It just I don't I don't know I don't know what happened. But when I got out there, I couldn't do it. And if you asked uh, uh, Bernard Silva, how did how did you? He said I don't know. I just lost a head. <laughs> you know, it, it, like it's a big, nervous occasion, as we know. But and and but you have to like it is a top player like uh, the Silvas. You have to control whatever whatever it is. You have to control it on the night, and it didn't happen. And, and City would uh, Liverpool would come to Liverpool. I think Liverpool were worse, uh, Nathan. The three players up front, you know, Salah never kicked the ball.
0: Mm. Was
1: Mane th- was taken. was taken off as well. He, he was he was gone as well. Yeah. So they didn't like on the night. I thought Manchester were a better team, uh, but a lot of players on the night. I thought the standard was the match was good, very exciting, good to watch. Uh, but the the, the the standard. I mean, you can have a great game where everybody playing well, as well, Nathan. You know, but I was disappointed in Liverpool because Liverpool in previous matches with City dominated them with the pace of the game. Mm. They they controlled the pace of the game. Now Manchester City knew they had to win. And it, again, it's a, it's a psychological thing. The, the Liverpool players might be thinking, well, you know, we don't have to do that because if we draw this match, it'll be a great result. I think that was in their heads as well.
0: So that I'm flip, only
1: guessing now, Nathan, yeah, you know.
0: I, I know, but that, but that flip that you're talking about then from... Liverpool setting the pace to City setting the pace, how yeah. does that come about, is that, is that team selection, is it mentality, what is it?
1: Well it, it could be circumstances, you know, City knew they had to win, they had to win.
0: That little it, bit of desperation. would have
1: suited Liverpool nicely, that's in the players' heads, even the managers' head. And And City are going out there, look we have to do this on the night, we have to set the pace, you know and like before when they were outpaced at, at Liverpool but I was in the I think it was the Champions League and that you know well we you know it's the second we've got the second leg there's lots of things come into it but certainly on the night uh Manchester City were very very good in the pace that they set and uh Liverpool responded later on in the game but it, it, it it's the opposite to what Liverpool can do again nerves if nerves come into it if the three go go players up front are not really doing it Nathan... Well, that's a big, big loss to to, um, Liverpool because they depend on those guys to set the pace and they didn't do it.
0: Fernandinho's performance then in the middle, the the one real solid rock for Manchester City last night who, who controlled a certain portion of the game. Like Graeme Souness was saying afterwards that he felt Fernandinho's easily the best central midfielder in this country. Would you go along with that?
1: No. No, I wouldn't. He might be the best at what he does in a defensive way, mm. uh, Nathan. But, you know, you've got to talk about the complete midfield player. Uh, I'm not a, a great fan of Ferrandino. I, I, I admire what he does. But there's lots of times in the game as a midfield player that he's in, he doesn't get possession of the ball in the way that he should. But he's then he's known as the defensive midfield player. But he's a very, very good. I mean, you're picking a, a defensive midfield player from the league. You would probably pick him. But I wouldn't say he's the complete midfield player by a long way. Yeah, By a long way. I mean, that was the best he played. I've seen him play uh, last night. He got his tackles in. And that. But there's lots of times, in the, if I could show you on television, where he could have gone on the ball and he, he didn't and doesn't. Uh, but he, does, he did contribute in, in the way that he's particularly good at contributing last night. But what did Graham say? He was the best midfield player in the country.
0: Easily the best central midfield player in the country.
1: Say, I'd say he was easily the best central uh, defensive midfield player in the country. But there's a lot, to, lot more to be in the central. Graham himself was a central midfield player who ground the ball all the time. Mm. And I'm surprised that I'm saying, uh, if he meant it, to, to, to be the, con- the complete central midfield player. Not by a long way. Not by a long way. I think there's loads of times that, that Fernandinho could get on the ball in certain situations, and he doesn't. Uh, but certainly for doing the job uh, in there, in the defensive way, I'd say he's the best.
0: It's pretty damning, I guess, then, for Liverpool's midfield and maybe quite concerning for Jurgen Klopp that Manchester City, without Kevin De Bruyne, who a yeah. lot of people would say is the best midfielder in the country... Well, he's, the
1: best, he's the best creative midfielder. Mm. Uh, and that's why they, that's why the team is so good when, the, when they're all playing together like when David Silva is at his best uh, De Bruyne is playing De Bruyne is the best central midfield player in my opinion it, at doing what he does creating and making scoring goals and that Ferrandino can't do what De Bruyne does and to be fair to Ferrandino De, De Bruyne can't do what Ferrandino does mm. that's why they, that's why they have the team and they complement each other uh, uh, Nathan but, uh, I, I mean, I'd like to ask uh, Graeme, does he really say that Ferrandino is the best midfield player in the country? I think he, I think he would say, to be honest, uh, I think he's the best at what he does. Yeah. And, and he's in a different class to Henderson, because Henderson is supposed to do what Ferrandino does. He's well, very in, ineffective.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask. That so, yeah. if Manchester City last night don't have Kevin De Bruyne on the pitch, David Silva yeah. has one of his quietest ever games in a City jersey, and yeah. still Liverpool are outthought and outfought in midfield. Like that- most
1: of the time, most of the time they were not all the time they were. Mm. But if you look at the midfield player, team for for uh, sorry, the midfield players, you got Henderson in the central midfield player that up does. You got uh, Milner on the right side or left side with um Alam, right? Mm. Uh, now, even at their best, uh, uh, they're, never, they're never creative, those players. Like, City at their best with David Silva and De Bruyne and Ferrandino. It's a really, really good mix. Henderson is not in the same class as, um, as Ferrandino doing what he does. Not in the same class. And he doesn't contribute anything else anyway. So that's your central midfield player for for Liverpool, and with the go go, Milner is great at what he does. He's an honest player, and Wijnaldum is very good at what he does. But neither of them are creative players, Nathan. They're they're part of the go 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 situation for Liverpool. Mm. And last night, City outdid them a go go go. Yeah, that's I'm... the way. I would, that's the way I would read it. Most most weeks, City do doing with the three up front and what they did, the pace they set, and those lads in midfield in the way that they do do it. Uh, But last night it was a different story. City had had this intensity that uh, Graeme Souness was talking about. He did have Ferdinand doing a good job, Uh, Silva not doing a good job. But when De Bruyne is is playing, along with Silva playing well, then City, in a great sense, are much better than Manchester City.
0: Was Klopp then with his team selection last night and going with that midfield three and dropping Shakiri to the bench and leaving Fabinho out of the side as well? Was he was he too conservative? Was he was he too aware of what Manchester City could do? Did he think too much about the opposition? Considering Liverpool were started the game seven points clear at the top unbeaten, should he have had more faith in his attacking players?
1: Well, you know, the bit, it's 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 easy to be wise afterwards, uh, Nathan. Mm. But I think he did uh, actually approach the game in. Uh, if we get a draw, it'll be a great result. That's the way I think. I think that's why he picked the midfield player, midfield players that he did uh, last night. They're reliable uh, in a certain way, uh, particularly Milner and, and uh, Winaldum, Very reliable in the, what they can do. And I think, well, if you put Fabinho in, in, Fabinho in there, he's not as good at doing what Milner can do uh, in in a defensive way, Nathan. So yeah. I think he was influenced by. Uh, the the position that they were in before the match started. And I see, I think that uh, definitely did seep through the team themselves, Nathan, that a draw will do us here tonight. Because usually they will go, go, go. The three lads up front weren't. And uh, the, the, the three lads in midfield, I thought, were outrun most of the time in the game. So I think there was a, an approach. Now, Klopp might have said before, look, I want you to go, go, go. But the lads know, but you know, we're all human. If you've gone into the match like City, we have to win this game. City, Liverpool, in the back of their head, still or in their head, a draw here would really do us. Mm. That's what that's what uh, you know makes the game. You know, if you've got if you've got a team, it's very very difficult from Klopp and his position as manager to say to the players, "Look, get out and do it," because they know a draw is a good result for them. Would we'll do yeah. them. So, it's a, lot, a lot of football is psychological, as you know, Nathan, you know? Any game is. But if you're going into the match like Manchester City in previous matches, there's no doubt that, that Liverpool outran them. Were more go, go, go. They went last night. City were up for that. They knew they had to do it. They knew a draw was no good to them, where the draw was good to, to Liverpool.
0: Day Lovren's performance again coming under scrutiny last night ahead of the game. He said in a couple of occasions that there was no reason why Liverpool couldn't go through the entire league campaign unbeaten. It looks a little bit foolish now, obviously. A comment like that. What does Jurgen Klopp? Who, who said that? Day Lovren. Oh,
1: well, well, look in the World Cup last. He was he, he made himself top player. I remember having seen an article said uh, when they beat Manchester United last year. Do you remember it when when mm-hmm. the United were, uh, when sorry um,
0: when they beat Manchester City.
1: When, when 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 yeah when sorry when Lovren was playing for they beat City.
0: They beat City in the Champions League. And, and, and
1: I remember after he took credit for it, for what he did in the in the half time to the lads. He they sort of gave them a... a Noah John he did Lovren. I mean if Lovren was as good as he thinks he is, Nathan, he'd be okay. He was terrible last night. Terrible.
0: In what way is he terrible?
1: Well, if you look at the, if you look at the goals, uh, for example. Uh, like, he allowed Aguero, Aguero did well to turn on the goal. Do you remember near the end line? Mm. But if you, look, if you look at that again, you see, Lovren was the nearest to him. Like, there's no way that he should he should have allowed Aguero to turn on that ball. Aguero only had, like, two yards between him and the end line to turn around and get the ball in the back of the net. And he couldn't even get a block on. He was nowhere near Aguero when he scored. Now, good luck to Guerrero. Guerrero. he did brilliantly in what he did. But if you ever look at it again and see where Lovren is, he's the nearest man to him. And, and, and Guerrero's able to get around him and get a shot in without even getting a tackle on him. And if you look at the second goal again, he, he took up the wrong position to allow the ball to go out to Sané, who did really well then to score on it. He's a disaster, uh, Nathan, Lovren. Oh, yes. always has been. And if he, if he continues in the team, he could, they could pay the price. They need this uh, Gomez back. I know he's injured. He's got a bad injury. He's back as quickly as they possibly can. Lovren is not
0: good. So, so what do you do then for the next month? If it is going to be another month that both Joe Gomez and Joel Matip are out injured, what do you do if you're Jurgen Klopp? You're either your alternatives are probably teenagers coming in at centre back, which he's not going to want to do. Is there any way? Do you have a word? Do you need to have a word with Lovren about well making ridiculous comments pre-game? Like, is there something you can do to just? Keep him ticking well, that over. That
1: doesn't make him a bad player. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, that, that, that's just a, 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 a stupid thing to do with uh, with the way he actually performs. Uh, you know, if, he, if it was Van Dyke saying what he did, you could say, well, at least he's doing it and he's able to do it. But if you've got a lot of him mouthing out of him and then not producing on the pitch, it's a very, very difficult situation because I don't know if they have any cover, real cover there at uh, uh, Liverpool, to be honest.
0: Yeah, no, nothing really. Uh, and the
1: right-back is not great at defending either. I mean, he got a right-chasing from Sané. Sané was very good last mm. night, and he got a bit of a chasing as well. So, you know, the, the Gomez is a big loss, big loss to, to them. And, you know, in a match like that, I would have played Milner at right-back, uh, Nathan.
0: Okay. Why, just with Milner the experience.
1: Right Milner can give you, give, you, give you a go anywhere he plays. I mean, he played left-back long enough for them. But I think Milner, Milner at right-back, uh, would be would be an, an answer to someone, or even even centre back. To be honest, I think Milner could play anywhere, uh, right. Nathan, and be better than Lovren.
0: The table then, when you look at it now, Liverpool four points clear of Manchester City. There's still 17 games left. How big a moment do you think last night was? Do you think it's going to be a result that turns the tables on this season, that Manchester City will build on this momentum-wise, that mentally it could be this huge blow to Liverpool that they might struggle to recover from, or is it easy as players to just compartmentalise this? It's one match, move on.
1: No, I think it's a biggie for Manchester City. I mean, it was a huge match last night, uh, Nathan, night, never mind the rest of the season, because if Liverpool win, what, they go 10 points in front, don't they? Yeah, if they've won it would have been night. 10 points clear. 10 points, you know, I don't, there was no. there's no way... Uh, that Manchester City could could catch them in that way. Now the pressure's on Liverpool, and and, and, and and I think Manchester City have the momentum again. You know they had a couple of bad losses as we, and they were down the dumps, but they made a good recovery since, particularly in this match. And it's matches like that actually uh, it, it are telling in the season. Now there are six pointers, you know, and particularly in, the, in in the in the position that Liverpool are in now and Manchester City. You know, Manchester City haven't done well in recent times. And if they'd lost last night, they could be down in the dumps. Mm. Everything could be wrong. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Whereas now they pull themselves back up. It was a big, big match for them. So they're up again, and they know now they have to chase them. But it'll give them the confidence to chase. And Liverpool it definitely does create doubts in the, in, the, in the way that they lost the match. It does create doubts. It's up to Klopp now to get them going again. This is where the manager really has to do his job. In a match that, you know, they knew if they won it, it was all over. It, it's far from over. Now he's got to pick them up again and start all over again. So it'll be, I think, it'll be a great race now till the end of the season.
0: All right, John, we're going to take a quick break. Stick with us. Football on Off The Ball. Brought to you by Boyle Sports. Now with same-day withdrawals to your Visa debit card. All right, John Giles is still on the line. We've been talking about Manchester City against Liverpool, but this weekend all the focus is on the FA Cup third round. You won the cup two times, John, with Manchester United in 63, with Leeds United in 72. What do you do with your medals? Do you have them out pride of place at home? <laughs>
1: no, actually my medals
0: in are case, in Say no in Don't case there's, there's any thieves listening. <laughs>
1: Nathan, uh, and, and they've changed, uh, has changed hands. Um, so they, they didn't really need my me medals or not want me but it was, it was favourite to a pal of mine uh, Oliver Barry. that yeah. I, I, I put them up there so actually I've got them back in Birmingham with me now Ah, very good yeah you never never take them out <laughs> do you know what I mean like you never take the medals out to have a look at them or anything
0: no you want to do what, what Porter Carrington has in his house he has his two claret jugs in the middle of the kitchen and the Wanamaker trophy for winning the US PGA smack bang on the dining room table so everybody who walks in Sees it straight away. Who's that? Potter Carrington.
1: Does he? Does he really? Yeah. You kidding me now? I'm not.
0: Oh, no. They're very impressive, in fairness. You walk into someone's house and you see a claret jug. Same way if you walk into someone's house and you see an FA Cup medal, John. I'm just saying, it's an idea. You could get it up there by the front Uh. door.
1: (laughs) I'll think about it, but not for too long, Nathan.
0: (laughs) At this time of the year, always we talk about the diminishing stature of the FA Cup compared to what yeah, it was uh, yeah, yeah, twenty yeah, years yeah. ago, forty years ago, fifty years ago. Like when you do look at your medals and your couple of league titles with Leeds United, like are, are the FA Cup medals on a par?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, oh definitely, uh, Nathan. Because like my 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 last time I won the FA Cup with Leeds was 1972. Mm. You're talking about a long time ago. This was before you know Sky came into it and all the teams come into it. Where the the FA Cup at, at that stage actually that was the centenary FA Cup in 1972. Uh, and, be, and probably even before that, it, it was even uh, more prestigious because it going back now before now going back a good while before the teams were in Europe, right? Because uh, the teams only came into Europe in 1955 and 56. Uh, but even before that, the cup actually was the big trophy. Nathan, you know, because you could win the league over 42 matches, uh, but the cup was. Uh, going to Wembley, and in those days you didn't get to Wembley to play in matches unless you played for England or played in the uh, FA Cup final. Mm. You know, so it was a big deal to go to Wembley. Uh, it was a, a big, big national day uh, in in England. You know, it was on the was on the television. I remember watching it from 11 o'clock in the morning all day. Uh, and then, then obviously when Europe came into it, now you qualify for Europe and the cup, and and, and especially with Manchester City and uh, Manchester United. Do you remember years ago?
0: Went yeah, to the tournament.
1: The... They were they were FA Cup holders. I went to play in the tournament because there was a bit of money in it, uh, and didn't play in the tournament. So that was the beginning and the end for the FA Cup as it was, as we were used to it. It's still big, Nathan, but like if you get the top four qualifying for the, the, the Champions League, you know that's the biggie. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, the FA Cup, you know, you've seen it like the rest players, and it's, it, it has lost an awful lot of what it had years ago. It's still well worth winning, as we know, but it doesn't qualify for Europe. For example, there's no money in it now, really, as far as the clubs are concerned, in relation to the uh, being in the Premiership. Yeah. So it has, it has, it has been diminished. But, but, the, 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 funny enough, not from the supporters' point of view. Like, if you get Arsenal, who were in the Cup recently for quite a few years, mm. they love it. You know, the, the supporters love going to Wembley and winning the Cup. They love it. But it's been reduced in, in, in terms of the money situation from clubs.
0: Yeah, It, it was, of no course, doubt. Arsenal that he beat in 72. W- what are your memories of, of Cup Final day, Cup Final week? Like, is it, Was it something that took over the city of Leeds for the, the week leading up to it?
1: Oh Yeah, well, it took over everywhere. But, it, but at that, that particular time, actually, Nathan, we were in the running for the league as well to win the double. So the week before the semi, the, the final, and we played on the Saturday, the Monday, the Saturday, and, and we needed a draw, Wolverhampton.
0: Ah, so the, that up. was the same year, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, that was the same year. So we never actually got a got a, got a chance to celebrate the cup properly. Yeah. No, that that, that year, but it was uh, well, it, you know, the, the, the winning the cup. Is, we had some, dis- I had some disappointments in the cup. I mean, Sunderland beat us the following year. Sunderland was second division team uh, then to beat us in the cup. I played. I, I I I lost more cup finals than I won. <laughs> I won a cup with Manchester United. Lost a cup to Liverpool, Sunderland, and Chelsea. So I won two, lost three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and when you when you think back, and we were talking earlier about players with nerves and big occasions, mm. like on cup final day, and um, what was that long, long walk from the tunnel at the old Wembley with the managers leading you out, And uh, when you're on the walk out on Cup Final Day, like, were you looking around, do you remember? Were you taking no. it all in? Were you thinking, yes, no. this is what it's all about? No,
1: you can't do that, Nathan. You can't. Never bother looking, you can't, because you have to concentrate in the match. Yeah. I mean, it's great for the supporters coming out. It's a day out for them. It's not really a day out for the players, unless you win. But you have to, like as a pro, you have to concentrate on what you're doing. You can't be looking up the stand and waving to the family and, and all that. You have to really be concentrating on what you're doing. Uh, so it's not a fun day. Unless you win. <laughs> yeah. I can but before understand. the match, you know, you have to concentrate all the time. Just like the golfers going out and the you know, leading the leading the the, the, the US Open for example, and the families around there just concentrate. And you just concentrate what you have to do. That's your job on the day. And hopefully if you win you have a bit of fun afterwards.
0: Mm.
1: But not beforehand.
0: Yeah, it's it's a shame really because it used to be one of the more exciting weekends of the year. We don't even see as many upsets despite the top teams wrestling players because even teams down the championship are resting players yeah, in the FA exactly, Cup today which exactly. uh, makes a bit it's of a mockery of the whole thing. Think, you know, yeah.
1: There's other things that are, like the teams in, in the championship now want to get promotion. That's where the big money they know if they get promoted they get, they get a minimum 150 million. Uh, teams in the premiership if they go down are losing 150. So it's it's it, it's definitely a money situation for for the clubs. It used to be it used to be the glamour competition. Now, when the teams do get to the final, the supporters love it. But it definitely has diminished in in, in it, what it was. The the FA Cup. There's no doubt about that.
0: John, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Yeah. Thanks, Nathan. Football on off the ball. Brought to you by Boyle Sports. Now with same day withdrawals to your Visa debit card.